This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. And you are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. I'm Megan. I'm Michelle. And we are joined tonight by my guest, our guest, uh, Joe Hurst. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Hello. Uh, now, some, a bit of an intro there. Got a bit of a stuff up. Or oh, we love technology right? when it works well you for gotta us. You got to love it. <laughs> now, tonight on Transpositions, we are discussing... Um, what are we discussing? We're discussing this midsummer. Oh, We're discussing um, Joe and talking about um, uh, gender diverse children as mm. well as midsummer. Yeah. And I probably mentioned Midsummer as well. Eh? Midsummer, Midsummer, <laughs> Midsummer Carnival this Sunday. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Hey, they actually, the last track we heard was um, was a Bowie track. And um, yeah, look, actually, obviously something happened, um, obviously, the past couple yeah. of days with David Bowie uh, passing away. Um Chris uh, Chris Jamison, who many listeners here um, will know, um, who listen to Joy on a regular basis, he, he mentioned to me today um, that it's important to have heroes. And, um, yeah, actually, uh, sort of really reflecting a lot of things that what Chris said about that, I think for many people in the LGBTI community, and particularly for those who are trans and gender diverse, David Bowie was definitely a hero to us, so it obviously is a bit of a a, a big um, a big event that's happened, and he's a very sad passing, and uh, he will be missed by many people in the Most community. Most definitely, he's done so much for the community. It's just. <laughs> You know, it's sad to see. I remember going getting home last night and was like, "Oh my goodness, yeah. is this is this for real?" <laughs> it's really, it was for real. I had that track that was played. Was it Boys or something like that? Yeah. Well, I know that we had the the worldwide wife worldwide wife boys in here because the boys have gone and now it's all the oh girls. Oh my god, that's I'm like as soon as they left the room, I was like this room is so full of testosterone smelling. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and it's like just, just here come the girls. Yeah, it's all good. Exactly. Thank you, boys. We we appreciate that. We have now painted the, the room. It's gone from blue to pink. All good. Now, uh, like I said before, our guest tonight is Joe Hurst. Joe is the author of The Gender Fairy, and Joe is the is a proud parent of a transgendered boy. And um, so we're going to be d- discussing a bit about um, the work she does dealing with uh, different transgender children. Now, if you have any questions for myself, Megan, or Joe, you can SMS us at 0427-JOY949. Or you can also email us on air at joy.org.au. We want to hear from you. We've got a couple of questions that we want you to reply to. First one, um, I'm trying to make a decision here. So I finished up last year with saying, that's it. I'm finishing up with transpositions. But, but Mingzi missed me and she wanted to come back and play with me. I did. I did. So I did miss my time with Michelle and sort of how important this show is for people. So I want you... So send us a text message um, or send us an email, whatever you think. Should I return or should I just go? Should I just sort of wander off and we're, flitter into we're, the... We're letting, the, we're letting the, 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 the listeners decide whether you stay or go. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, guys. So what do you want? Do you want me to stay or do you want me to go? Because 
we're doing this for you <laughs> and you get to decide my fate. <laughs> you do. But also we've got other things as well that we want people to do. And if you've got a question for our lovely guest, Joe, um, anything to do with the awesome book that she wrote or about her personal story, please send us text messages 0427 JOY949 or email at on air at joy.org.au. That's it, Michelle. Oh, my God. Now, let's let's jump into some of the um, the news here. All the right. news. Now, um, well, the first thing that's coming out of the news here is um, the Washington, D.C. police gay and lesbian uh, liaison unit is changing its name to the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender liaison unit. Um, the department said in a statement Monday that the new name stems from an effort to being more inclusive of all members of the LGBT community. The change, the police said, will be recognizable to all members of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender communities who seek the department's help. So in recent years, members of the transgender community in particular, guys, have um, questioned whether the police have been sufficiently sensitive and attentive to their concerns. And in 2013, a leader of, the group, of a group called Gays and Lesbians Opposing Violence said it was important to call attention to crimes with transgender victims after a string of attacks involved in gay and transgender victims. People see transgendered as a target, Hassan Navid said. People attack certain people because they perceive them as being weak. We want people to realize that it is happening. So what do you guys think on that one? Well, look, you know, we've got the GLOWs here, which is gay and lesbian liaisons officers with the, with the big police, and those guys are amazing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think they're doing an, an absolutely amazing job. You had Debbie, um, Gabby Tayak come through a little while ago. I did. She, she came in just recently, actually, yeah. and uh, it was really good to um, have a chat with her about that. She's a totally awesome woman. Oh, totally. Yeah, I've met up with her a couple of times, and, yeah, she's just great to, to listen to. What do you think, Joe? Well, I would hope that the police department would be supportive of any uh, transgender employees as well. Oh, of course. Oh, I would hope you. so. Well, definitely in this country, at least. In yeah. this country. Yeah. Well, there's definitely, obviously. Yeah. So how about uh, the Golden Globes there, Mixie? Well, actually, the Golden Globes. Well, we're not going to talk about Ricky Gervais, are we? No. <laughs> oh. No, no, well, no. The, I don't the think sort so. of oh. what he said about Caitlyn Jenner and, and the well, big year that she's had. Hugely. <laughs> uh, she, look, the, the thing is, is you've got a guy who's a, a, a comedian and that's his shtick. You know, he's he's all about you know criticism and, and whatever, and so you have to have a you have to have a bit of humility in, in dealing with that. But I think everyone was too sensitive on the transgender thing. And I don't think he understood the insult about the dead name. No. I think he no, had you no don't, you idea. don't dead name. You just don't. and I don't think he understood that at all. Yep. No. I think he thought he was being respectful, making a joke about her car accident yep. rather than her gender. Yep. But really, it's not funny either making I, I, a joke I, about someone yeah. dying in a car accident. Yeah, seriously, Joe. No, I think he's just then making about it. women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Exactly. It's kind of a bit mm, not appropriate. But what was interesting as well is the nominations which came out of it. Um, transparent, orange is a new black, and a Danish girl. Actually, Danish girl, that's going to be a big one because um, Monday night, um, Joy's actually got a. If you go to joy.org.au to our website, on there's actually a special pre screening that um, Joy's actually hosting, um, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, definitely. I'm going to go to that. Are you? Yeah, I okay. want to see it. But we were talking off air um, about the Danish girl mm-hmm. and about Eddie Redmayne and how. We thought that maybe a cis actor was probably the most appropriate person for that role because of what everything was like back then. What bits I've seen of it um, uh, that were shown to me, uh, he definitely did his homework and Mm. um, I think he did the character justice. 
and I believe watching it, it did um, require a cisgendered actor to play that role. Different mm-hmm. people have different opinions, but for me, going so far as to be uh, as us, you know, trying to detransition and look more masculine, forget it. It just isn't going to happen. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and looking and and the. Um, uh, the feedback from the uh, uh, from Hollywood, the, the the Glad, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, uh, they're saying that over 60 years, Hollywood has largely portrayed trans people as either psychotic killers or the butt of jokes. And only recently have films and television portrayals begun to move beyond these offensive, defamatory stereotypes, which is, you know, I think that totally just gets a complete, you know... And articulating a narrative. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So definitely a uh, uh, good one. Um, ooh, here we go. This is one I think you were, you were big on, uh, Joe. Uh, school for LGBT youth, LGBT youth called First of Its Kind in Georgia. Uh, a private school in Georgia aimed at attracting uh, lesbian, gay, bi, and trans youth and teachers as well as being established in Atlanta for students who feel bullied or not accepted in traditional schools. And so it's a school where kids can be fully permission to be themselves as well as educators. And it's scheduled to open up in September 2016. Mm. I can see why that would be really necessary down south in America, but I think we're better than that in Australia. I I, I see that as segregation, and I think we are very good at supporting um, diverse youth and teachers in schools. Because it's a private school, do you see it as segregation, or do you think see it as as an option that's being offered? I I, I do. I, I, I guess... It's an option that's being offered in America because perhaps those children are being bullied at school and the teachers as well. And that's unacceptable. I think we need to fix that. And I think we need to make sure that everyone can assimilate into the workplace and into the school ground um, perfectly happily. And I think that is happening in Melbourne, but we don't have the laws to make sure that happens in private schools in Australia. And I think that really needs to change. A lot of private schools seem to go and jump on the the religious thing and saying, well, our religious beliefs Mm. and our religious, you know. Well, the thing is, like under the Sex Discrimination Act, the Federal Sex Discrimination Act, there are exemptions for discrimination. Mm. 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 And, And I'm sorry, but religious views don't trump human rights. It's it's really not no. acceptable. No. Um, look, and, and, I, and I'm going to play the, the other side of the coin as well. I mean, you look at all boys schools, all girls schools, and yeah, I do see it as an option if your kid's really struggling and, and maybe a you know, a full school that's run it. But you're right. Like, mm. it, there should have to be an option. There shouldn't no. have to be a... And yet we do have um, transgender youth being supported in single-sex schools yeah. as the opposite sex. A Safe School Coalition? Um, through the Safe Schools Coalition. Yeah, absolutely. The Safe Schools Coalition are absolutely amazing. I don't know what we would do without them. Oh, they are amazing, mm. aren't they? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> now, speaking of the Danish girl, mm-hmm. Qatar. Oh, Qatar, the country. Yeah. I almost moved there at one stage. Did you? Yeah. Well. I look very different then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a bit of, if you tried to actually transition there, it sounds like it would have a problem. Oh. Because the Danish girl has actually been uh, banned in Qatar. Oh, shut up. Um, because uh, protests online about the depravity of the film, oh. which had begun screening at some cinemas in Doha uh, this month. The screening had provoked an angry reaction among the cinema goers. One viewer complained about the film's moral depravity after seeing the trailer. What do you guys think? What are you listening to that? Do you think the, the Danish girl is deprived? Send us a message, 0427-JOY949 or email us on air at joy.org.au. We, yeah. we don't think it's deprived, but we want to hear what you say about it, so let us know. Yeah. So I definitely give them a, a bit of a, you know, guitar. Yeah, guys, if you think the same thing, please let us know. Now, there's the very positive last thing we have here is transgender 
Manitobans uh, can have sex designation changed on marriage registrations. Now, Manitoba is a province of South Central Canada. And let's see here. And you can actually have their sex designation changed on marriage registrations starting in March. Um, the, the government saying we are pleased to see the province continue to move forward with changes to the transgender community and uh, has, that they've been asking for. And um, yeah, changing one's gender identity is a significant step. And it's good to know that the official steps or paperwork continue mm. to be streamlined. Which is totally awesome. That is and amazing. Different parts of Australia, the same things happening as well. New South Wales, Alex, yeah. um, Alexander Greenwich, I think his name is. He's an MP, independent MP of Sydney. Um, yeah, they're trying to do similar things in New South Wales as well. I'm looking forward to that because I was born in New South Wales. And <laughs> maybe I'm being a bit selfish, but there's different parts of Australia which are which are doing that. Now you're going to be able to go and get your stuff done finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, a couple of things which are being looked at in New South Wales, and I think it's also the same thing here. I spoke, I had a chat with Martin Foley a while ago, but up in New South, what they're looking at doing is changing changing legislation so you don't have to have gender affirmation surgery. Yeah. And also, the other the other thing as well is not having to be divorced. Mm. Yeah, so, and that's great too that's as well. Great. Which, which is, is the big. same thing as up in Manitoba. Yep. Anyway, that is the news for this week. Um, we will be back shortly after a few messages. Mm-hmm. Um, you are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. You are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. I am Michelle, joined by Megan and our guest, Joe Hurst. Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> so we, we have got Joe Hurst in with us tonight. And Joe's come to, to spend some time with us. Joe, what actually brought you in here? How come you here to see us? You invited me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you went and did, so we, yes, we did invite you. But you went into something yeah. really, really cool. Can you tell us a little yeah, bit what I, you did? I wrote a picture book um, for transgender children aged four and up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Gender Fairy. And it has it's, it's a picture book about two children who are feeling they are not recognised as themselves. And a non-binary fairy comes along and says, yes, you can be who you are and wear the clothes that make you feel the most comfortable and play with the toys you enjoy the most. And yes, of course, you can use the correct toilet and everyone will use the right pronoun and you can choose your own name. And um, it has notes at the back of the book for parents and teachers to help explain it to the class or to other children. Now, you have a transgender son. I do. How old is your son? He's uh, seven, almost eight now, but nice. he was six when he transitioned, so okay. he, he was halfway through prep. Nice. <laughs> I've got a son who's about the same age. Yeah, I've, got a daughter, I've got a daughter about the same age as yeah. well, too. That's so cute about yeah. So, and, and um, when your son came out, um, you had become quite active within the community with bringing together different parents and different groups and... Yeah, I am um, I, um, part of a group called Gender Help for Parents Australia, which is um, a, a private group for parents of gender diverse children. So not just transgender children, but a child who's gender diverse. So, for example, we have uh, young boys who wear what's typically called female clothing to school and things like that. And this group is incredibly supportive. Uh, I don't know what we would do without each other, quite frankly. And some of us meet up on occasion uh, in Melbourne and the children get to play with each other and the parents get to talk to each other. And it's it's a really important thing for everyone. 
One of the things I was sort of going to say, and a little while ago uh, I interviewed um, Jessica Watson, and she's the she's the daughter of, of a transgender woman. Her, her, her mother's sorry, her parents' name is Tina. Tina came in here. And a bit I've met Tina. Yes, Tina's yep. a beautiful person. Speaking of Tina, and I'm sure yes. Tina's probably listening. It's Tina's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Tina! Happy birthday, Tina! But. One of the things that I wanted to try when I was talking to Jessica was the whole idea of normalisation of mm. being trans mm. to to children because what's normalised with children that it's okay for girls to be princesses and boys to be princes and mm. all these different types of things where we start to reinforce gender stereotypes. That's right. So what you've done as well is you've gone and written a book um, predicated upon what your experiences with your with your son coming as being trans to once again try and normalise the whole trans perspective and trans narrative. Absolutely, and there's a lot about gender stereotyping in the book as well. So there's, uh, for example, when the children are born, they're inundated with pink and blue presents uh, and, and given certain types of clothing to wear. Now, one of the things that you're really passionate about is is sharing what's going on within the youth community and mm-hmm. things like that yes. with the parents and, and the gender d- diversity. Um, now, I'm kind of curious, even though you wrote a book around the gender fairy, I'm, I'm actually quite curious, obviously being so supportive, how are you when you first actually realized your your child was a boy and not a girl how did you it take was that? a steep learning curve <laughs> as it is for all parents I, yes. uh, well most of us um it was a, a shock i guess i knew that something was going on from a very young age from 18 months of age i could see that there was a gender issue but i just thought oh He's just a tomboy. It's a phase. It's a phase. <laughs> Maybe he'll just be gay. So <laughs> that's what we all, a lot of us go through that. I won't say all, but a lot of us go through that. But when he actually came out and told me, it was very in my face. I couldn't ignore that. How did yeah. he say it to you? He, he said, I think the doctors have made a mistake. He said, can that happen? I had to say yes, the honest answer. Is there a common sort of way the children of, of all the of these groups that you're a part of is there usually a common thing that the children say or come out with that uh, the parents pick up on that you all discuss amongst yourself when they first found out everybody's different a very common thing is from a from a young age a lot of children will say i'm not a girl i'm a boy mm. and they will and some children will actually try and harm themselves and that's not an unusual thing mm. uh but every child's different. Some children feel more confident about speaking out. Some children are, just don't have the language to mm. say that. Uh, everyone's different. Some children don't realise until puberty and they're suddenly shocked that they're going through the wrong puberty. So mm. everybody's different. Because they're starting to develop the secondary sex characteristics. and mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people who are trans can identify that going through that wrong puberty, you know, it's sort of... Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like no, my body's doing the wrong things. It's supposed to be doing something. It's supposed to be growing things here instead of yeah. growing body hair where it's not supposed to be. Absolutely, and I think that's one of the things that we are trying to advocate um, for our kids is mm. the laws which you'll be aware of around stage two hormones, gender affirming hormones. At the moment, our children can access hormone blockers when they need them, but when they reach the age of sixteen, they are forced to go to court and spend up to $30,000 and have a very, very long waiting period and an invasive process to access gender-affirming hormones. So that they're actually forced at 16 to go to court? Yeah, that's right. So that actually puts it out of reach of a lot of people. So what actually happens is that in our support group, we've often got parents 
um, coming in saying my child is in a mental health unit with a suicide attempt or suicide ideation because this, these hormones are out of their reach and the blockers aren't working or they're too old for blockers or they know it's not in the, going to be in the next year and they have no hope. They're withdrawn from school. They're withdrawn from life. It is such a discriminatory law. Uh, we are fighting so hard for awareness and change. Why does that law exist? What's the what was it predicated upon? Oh, it, it's um, it, Australia is the only country in the world mm-hmm. to have this law. Other mm-hmm. countries, um, you just go to the doctor and you you are assessed and you you are given the right treatment. In mm-hmm. this country, you go to the doctor. Your doctors say, right, this child needs needs this treatment because they will probably kill themselves otherwise so so if you're if you're 16 years old Mm -hmm. and you're on blockers Mm -hmm. and you decide not to go to court what what do you, you do they take you off blockers immediately or what what's the what's the No goal? you can stay on blockers but sometimes they're not effective at that age or oh. you might have a child who's been on blockers since puberty and they may have reached puberty really early and and that's too long to be on blockers yeah. so the blockers might stop working there's all sorts of different things that can happen that's just sad. And yeah. 18 is too long to wait. It is way too long. For puberty. Way, way so you yeah. can imagine you've got a, a girl going, going her, her voice is deepening every mm. day, and that's, that's irreversible. And, and a boy getting his period where he shouldn't be. Mm, exactly. And, totally, yeah. totally. Uh, it's crazy. It is crazy. Well, if you do have any questions or you're dealing with anything uh, similar to yourself or any of your children or, or whatever, uh, feel free to SMS us at 0427-JOY-949 or you can email us at onair at joy.org.au. You are listening to Transpositions at Joy 94.9. <laughs> You are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. We so had to listen to that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Who was it? Come on. Uh, Gorillas Feel Good Inc. Yay! Yay! I, li- I like some of their music. they got some good, good tracks, and that was one of them. Absolutely awesome. So we are talking to Joe, who mm-hmm. is a parent of a trans boy. And Joe is pretty active in the communities around the trans youth. So what are the groups, some of the groups you're part of? Gender Help for Parents uh, is my main support group. Mm -hmm. Uh, Transcend was a group which I'm not sure is around anymore, but they were fantastic. I think think they have folded up. I think so. I think so. Mm. They were fantastic Mm. as well. Did a lot of good work. And that is my... I'm on a lot of sort of secret Facebook groups for parents in Australia and internationally as well. Yeah, they would have to be pretty secret. To a lot of them are very secret. Them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Canada and international and American and New Zealand and now we have, Australia. We have talked a lot off air about different things. I know we're trying to be a bit um, uh, gentle with our wording. <laughs> yes, we were talking about being gentle. Yes, yes. Now, what are some of the struggles? Yes, we've talked about the the laws around blockers and hormones, things like that. But what are some of the other struggles that you are come across as a parent or as a, a trans youth uh, within the community? Okay. Well, most of our schools, in fact, all our government schools in Victoria are very, very supportive and use the Safe Schools Coalition, which is a fantastic organisation. Um, interstate, 
I don't think they necessarily get as much support as we do. Mm. But private schools have no obligation to work with LGBT kids um, Mm. and and help children transition at all. So I think laws could definitely be looked at there. Having my one foot still dipping in the American pool. Mm. You know, I hear a lot of things up there with the oh, different universities dreadful. and how, you know, they can say due to, to their religious beliefs, they don't have to uh, cater towards uh, transgender or, or any mm. LGBT mm. child, student, whatever, uh, and their needs. Uh, do we find the same thing happening here within the private schools? It can happen. We do have private schools and even religious schools who do support transgender student, mm. students, but obviously there are some that don't. Mm. And we had last year a christian school which was in incredibly harmful to one of our young children oh. which was incredibly sad uh what, it was like something out of america what are some of the things that they they just forced them to uh, they uh r- really said they were going to go along with the transition and say schools but in reality they didn't they wouldn't accept this child's gender they wouldn't accept this child's name they actually forcibly removed this child from a girl's line and put them in a boy's line and shouted at them and then the mother withdrew the child from the school and put them in a very supportive school now so they were dead naming the child and everything uh yeah i think it was a bit worse than that but yes so what was the rationale for doing that was there anything specific it was just a teacher who didn't agree the child said but you don't understand sir and he Mm. said yes i do understand i just don't care yeah, mm. that's well. That's not exactly respectful. No, no, no. Which you know, teenagers are in a difficult sort of position in life. So and in a is. government school, that wouldn't happen. Well, it wouldn't be allowed to happen. But in a private school, it, it's allowed. And I just don't understand that. I do not understand why our laws don't cover these things. I mean, these schools get government funding. Mm. Yeah, it's a, basically you would classify that as being harassment. Yeah, and harassment's illegal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it depends as well on if the school, you know, has that religious Yeah, which right once it gets gets back to the Federal Sex Discrimination Act and the exemptions that are associated with and that if there is for religious grounds and those kinds of things. But even still we are pe- everyone's people. Well, it's crazy. It be, everything becomes like this grey catch twenty two. Even in the states as well, it's like mm. oh, there's this discrimination things. We, you know, there's anti discrimination, but then there's like the religious, but then you can't. And it's like it's like boing, at the end of the day. <laughs> I think there are things you choose, and there are things you don't. And religion yeah. is something you choose, and gender and sexuality and race are things you don't choose. I, I th- I th- it's th- that th- simple. This is this is what Joe's going to do. She's going to walk into places. <laughs> And just give him one of these. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, you know, people choose to be assholes. Really, yeah, yeah, it comes do. down yeah. to it sometimes. Yeah. yeah, they really do. Yeah. yeah. So what So what are some of the positive things you've seen within oh, your groups that you've... Um, amazing positive things. We've seen some incredible things. We've seen most kids being incredibly supported at school. Children understand beautifully. They are not born with any prejudices. They are completely accepting. And most teachers and principals and school communities wanting to really support our kids as well. And we also have boys who who identify as boys being able to wear the school dress to school and dresses and and gender fluid children being accepted at school mm. it, it's just wonderful yeah the, because it, with the gender fluid as well that's even more more um amazing that that's even being accepted mm. because obviously they don't identify as trans but they're actually more comfortable occasionally presenting as 
the gender that they feel for the day. The, the non-binary aspect can be more confusing for people and as you say um, using the they pronoun for children can be a steep learning curve for people but they're doing it. Have you seen um, a lot of parents come in who are really struggling within the group and have a massive turnaround or are do you see yes. parents within the group who are still struggling with the whole transition? All of it. It's a very difficult thing. Because you worry about your child. You worry about what they're going to face in life. You worry if you're making the right decisions to help your child, whether you're making their life more difficult, whether you're doing the right thing. It's a really, really hard thing. So we're there basically to help them with that. And often the hardest thing is when you have parents on different sides. And I think that's one of the, the, the hardest things. And, and extended family who don't accept the situation either. And we're there to help with that as well. Yeah, it's kind of, oh, well, we get a message come through. Um, they're asking, why did you choose Gender Fairy? Um, hmm, good question. It just came to me. The whole book just came to me. I, I think it's something quite childlike. And I love fairy tales. I, did, I was a primary teacher by trade. And I studied literature and children's literature. And I've always studied fairy tales. So I've had a big passion for them all my life. Oh, wow. And the fairy's non-binary, so the fairy is not a girl. It is pretty It doesn't have to be a girl, does it? No, it does not. It can Me- be f- Megan's a big fairy. <laughs> 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 yes, I flutter around the studio and around joy like nothing else. <laughs> it's true. No, no, no. <laughs> actually, there's a video of you and I getting around on YouTube. Oh, yeah, t- <laughs> there is, actually. <laughs> I think it's on our Facebook page of you and I skipping. <laughs> up and down the studio. Big massive fairies. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have many um, uh, much interaction with uh, other uh, trans adults or, or or those who don't identify as children who come in and speak to the children or to the parents? Like we've had some older children come into the group, which has been fantastic, and, and one male trans adult. So yeah. the older kids have been. So, such wonderful role models mm-hmm. they've been fantastic and I know they've helped my son and other children as well but we haven't had a lot of um, transgender adults come into the group see you're just going to have to have Annie Mish and Annie Migs come in yeah and, absolutely and we'll it's all good yeah. we'd love that yeah we can do that <laughs> <laughs> that would be wonderful. That'd be fine. No, yeah. just it, it just you want to make sure that you're being positive role models for the kids. Mm. And yeah, we're just getting ourselves gigs along along, along the that's way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be uh, we'll be uh, honorary aunties for like the whole community of trans kids. Yeah. Well, the whole point of the get-togethers is is to make everyone realise that this is normal, that they are normal, that everything's okay. So the more, the better. Mm. I'll definitely exactly. worry for that. Sign us up. <laughs> Sign us up. <laughs> <laughs> well, being parents ourselves, you know, we we mm. you know we have the struggles of being the parent, but we yeah. don't we don't understand or see. I mean, we were children once who dealt with the dysphoria, but we we fought through yeah. because of society and what society mm. said we should and shouldn't be. Um, but you know, we don't see it from that angle from the younger age, and so yeah. it's it's neat for us to. It is. I, I think for myself, though, as a parent. Um, one of my biggest fears for my children is um, them being bullied because I'm trans. Yeah. yeah. Which is one of the, one of the biggest it's things. It's our biggest fear. Yeah. Absolutely. And it does happen even with safe schools in there. Children bully anyone who's different. Mm. Often often it's fine. It's fantastic. You just get that one occasion where the mm. odd mm. little thing happens. Oh, God. You know, I, was, I was different at school and I was continually bullied. Breaks one's enough about me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, but, but for me personally, though, I would love for my children to meet a bunch of trans children um, to know that there's not just adults who are mm. trans, but that there's mm. children who are trans. Yeah. And that, you know, it, it, this isn't just... 
it's normal. Just, just daddy, but it's, yeah. it's everybody, you know. It's and, everybody. And like you and I talked on the phone, I did struggle finding other parents. I mean, Megan and I mm. here being parents, but mm. uh, but then, you know, it, just those other parents that are so actively involved in their kids' lives. And yeah. and I know your kids every now and then struggle with yeah. some things. And but you know, we get through it. there. Yeah, you know. absolutely. It's all good. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. And we want our kids to be parents one day, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you do have any questions yourself or anything you'd like to share with uh, myself, Mings, or Joe, uh, you can SMS us at 0427-JOIN949 or... You can also email us on air at joy.org.au. You are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. Hello, Mingzi. Hello, Michelle. <laughs> you were like on guard, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, before, right at the start, we were talking about genders and gender binaries and colors and pink and blues and those kinds of things. I'm going to share it right now on our Facebook page, but yeah. a little while ago, I came across like a really good TED Talk. Um, it was actually called the Understanding, uh, Understanding the Complexities of Gender, um, and it was by Sam Kellerman. And an absolutely amazing talk that Sam delivered. So I'm going to share that right now. Well, the next one to two minutes, I'm trying to, I'm trying to YouTube things over. But uh, Facebook.com forward slash transpositions on joy is our link on YouTube. Sorry, on Facebook. Oh God, I'm losing my mind. But yeah, seriously, guys, actually go there now and. At the end of the show, when we're finished, have a listen, have a have a good watch of that uh, of that video. It's actually really, really good. Now, again, our guest is Joe Hurst, and, and Joe is very active in supporting um, diversity for children in the community and participates in various community forums and parent gatherings. So, Joe, if you were to go and and say to any parent that's dealing with this right now with their child, uh, what is your advice? The first things that they need to do or or first steps or who do they contact or if they're in melbourne i would first of all listen to my child and let them know that you understand them and everything's going to be okay and know that everything will be okay and it's not that scary i would contact gender help for parents australia i would email us for help and support and we can give you all the information that you need and also we have the wonderful gender service at the royal children's hospital which is absolutely awesome we are so lucky to have that mm. and if anybody does struggle actually finding any of those groups you can contact us here on transpositions and we can always forward them on to um forward them on to yourselves as well too um, great yeah genderhelpforparents.com.au i think yeah, yeah but yeah it's it's you can contact here as well for that because it's actually you know a really scary thing for a child coming out as being trans, and it's just like, well, what do you do? How what do I what do I turn to? And you know, one of the things that both Michelle and I are happy to do here is, you know, if you, you know, if you're sitting out there and you're trying to figure out, well, what do I do with this? How what do I do with that? You know, you can reach out to us. You can email us transpositions mm. at joy org You know, we're we're happy to try and forge you on um, to contacts that we've got uh, who might be able to help you. Or at least maybe point you in the right direction because, you know, for a lot of us, we are trying to figure this out as we go along and there is no set book or manual and, yeah. yeah. Hey, we get a message? Oh, so um, the question is, um, it's regarding to your book again. Um, should I wait until I meet a transgender child or have a transgender myself, uh, say, in a class before I read this to, say, my child or to students or anything like that? Absolutely not. I think all children need to know about gender diversity, uh, especially in school. Definitely. 1.2% of all children identify as transgender. 
all school children, and that that's a lot. So if you've got a school of, say, 500 kids, you've got at least five transgender children in there, and then possibly more who are gender fluid as well, a lot more. And, and there's so, so many different resources, other books that are out there as well that are really being... Um, push, I think, within the schools. I know in the states mm. there was the uh, I am Jazz. I am Jazz was is great. Pulled it from some of the schools. Yeah, it was. There was a, there was a school in America, and I've been in contact with that mum privately. Actually, the one she, that the one that banned it, or the one the that, one whose whose child was going to the school where it was banned, and and she was very upset, oh. uh, very upset because she oh, the school wanted to be supportive, but a religious lobby came in and put pressure on the school, and they withdrew. I think that's since changed and so, it's calmed down. <laughs> We've got a religious lobby here as well. We yes. do. Mm-hmm. And we've discussed that off air. We're using kids' gloves, you know. We don't want to use kid gloves, but... <laughs> you know what? I really would love to get stuck into these people, but... I know. Un- <laughs> unfortunately, the thing is, is, is they're not dealing with them themselves. Yeah. And yeah. No one chooses to be trans. No, no one, absolutely no one chooses to be trans. And the thing that we do have to understand, and there's a lot, a lot of misinformation out there about transgender children, yeah. uh, there's, there's a big desistance myth so there was a lot of discredited research done in the past that's been completely discredited that said 80 percent of children change their minds by puberty it is not true it is false most decent doctors completely discredit it but a lot of people don't realize that yet so people like the religious lobbies still use that old discredited information to say oh but these kids will change their mind but a lot of those kids that they actually included in that were children that are gender diverse who don't really identify as trans. That was one of the problems, yes. Yeah, and so a large portion like, look, Neil, it's just who I am and who I was, and but they don't show the same characteristics as the transgender mm. children wanting to no. harm themselves. The children in the research weren't necessarily transgender children. Also, they were using conversion therapy. Also, they didn't follow up. So if a child didn't come back to the survey, they, they counted them as cured. Yeah, well, they probably didn't come back because they didn't like the treatment. <laughs> well, I know that a lot of gay conversion therapies in the US were banned. I'm desperate yeah. the same thing with trans. Well, what's happened to the people who did this research now is they don't exist anymore. So technically, <laughs> yeah, they've 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 been got rid of. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, though, people are still using, and even some doctors in Australia still don't know and still use this research. And so there are people who want that myth to perpetuate who the, still use it. The biggest problem is people. But understand being trans, it's not a choice. It's actually a biological mm. thing which happens. Yeah. It happens predominantly when the, when the fetus is in utero. And it's through no fault or mistake of the parents or the child or anything else like that. It's just the way in which things happen. So no one chooses to be Diversity is part of nature. And it's mm. a beautiful part of nature that we need to celebrate and accept, not, not um, get down on it and try mm. and pretend it doesn't exist. Mm. We need to embrace it. Well, the transgender has been around for centuries. You know, it's just, hmm. you know, over time it's just changed so much. But, but like you were saying before as well, it's it, we were saying you're saying, oh yeah, these children are like four and five and and whatever. And I and I remember saying to you that, you know, I remember when I was four and and going through it and saying, you know, this is this is what I am and who I am. But because of where I was in society, Midwest Bible Belt USA, you know, I had to go and follow a a certain path because that's what I was forced into. Mm. And like you said, oh my God, that's really great to hear as a parent of a trans child that mm. it's not just, you mm. know, the, as the adults as well. But that's a, that's a society that we live in and, and mm. gender is a societal construct that mm. because you're born with 
either a penis or a vagina that you are Mm. Yeah, you know, so assume yeah. that this is what your gender is, whereas you know, fact, it's just not like that. Yeah, it's a spectrum. I, it is a spectrum, and just just as children, also some children are born as being intersex as well. It's mm. it's no choice of their own. It's just mm. a part of as to how people develop. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and some boys have vaginas, and some girls have penises, and some people are somewhere in between, mm. and and some people are a bit of both, and it's all good. It's yeah. all good. Well, we're all a bunch of hot chickies in here today. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, we will be back shortly. You are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. Bulletproof Mission Critical Hosting powered the federal budget, Olympics, and Movember websites to 100% campaign uptime and performance in 2012. Register now at bulletproof.net forward slash joy for your free consultation on how to bulletproof your website. Sponsoring Joy. You're viewing forecast for Melbourne. Today, cool, a top of 22 degrees. Nice. Revised forecast. Melbourne, rain, a top of 31 degrees. What? Revised forecast. Melbourne, sunny, a top of 39 degrees. Why, Melbourne? Why? You can't always rely on the forecast, but you can rely on the Pancake Parlour. When the temperature hits 30 degrees or more this summer, you'll cool down with a free drink at Joy's sponsor, the Pancake Parlour. Yeah, a free drink. A delicious Swiss mountain malt, creamy ice cream soda, lemon iced tea, or traditional house-made lemonade. Register now at summerparlour.com.au for your Summer Parlour loyalty card. The Lost Dogs Home on Joy 94.9 presents Pets Aloud. Aloud. Join the Lost Dogs Home crew and friends for Pets Aloud, exploring all things animal from wet nose to wagging tail. Fridays from noon on Joy. News, views, interviews, advice and everything mice. Brought to you by Joy sponsor, the Lost Dogs Home. Pets Aloud on Joy. More fun than you can wag your tail at. We're cool for the summer. Joy's 94 Days of Summer is here. Sign up or renew as a member during our 94 Days of Summer for your chance to win our mystery grand prize. Plus, each entry also goes into the draw to win a great weekly prize. This week's fabulous weekly prize is two tickets to the Sugar Mountain Festival, Saturday, January 23rd at the Victorian College of the Arts, featuring another mouth-watering program of the best cutting-edge music and visual art from across Australia and beyond. This year's lineup features acts like Hot Chip, Dirty Three, Courtney Barnett, Kate Tempest, Tim Sweeney and more. Thanks to Joy sponsor, Sugar Mountain. So, renew or become a Joy member now. Head to joy.org.au or give us a call on 1300 Joy 949. Spend your 94 days of summer with us. Hashtag 94 days. Joy 94.9. Your voice, your radio station. You are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9 with Michelle and Megan Smith. <laughs> well, it is that time of the evening again where we do need to say goodbye. And thank you very much, Joe, for coming in and visiting us. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Oh, it's so You're good. You know. Now, it is midsummer, and on the 17th on Sunday is Carnival. Yes. Now, will you be hanging out at Carnival at all? I will be. I can't wait. And also, um, I'll be marching for the first time, and Gender Help for Parents Yay. will be marching for the first time. The families and children, we are so excited. Now, will you be at any of the booths or something at Carnival as well? Or? Uh, no, we don't have a booth. Okay, not fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but you can come and visit Megan and myself as a meet and greet between 1 and one thirty on Sunday. At the Joy Tent. At the Joy Tent. Yes, we want to come and see you. Come you say we hi. want you to come say hello to us. <laughs> and maybe we might take 
take some photos? Oh, exactly. we'll come and say hello oh, for definitely. sure. You oh, should. Gotcha. You yeah. should. Now, um, if you did miss today's show, you can get us on our podcast on joy.org.au forward slash transpositions, or you can get us on the Apple Podcast app, and it just updates onto your device automatically. Yeah, and as I said, during the week, you can reach us. You can email us, transpositions at joy.org.au. Um, also, if you want to get our Facebook page, you can reach us at facebook.com forward slash transpositions on joy. So we always do post lots of really cool things actually up on our Facebook page. So always take a look at that. And you can also message us through there as well. I know there's been plenty of people who message us through, directly through our Facebook page. And, well, yeah. We're also twitzing on Instagram um, and <laughs> we're twitzing. Well, you're the, you're the twit. <laughs> <laughs> but if you no. also here we are. Yeah. If you if you also want to reach out to uh, Joe, Joe's website is thegenderfairy.com. Thank you. Yes, you're quite and welcome. there's lots of information there. You can reach Gender Help for parents and all sorts of things. Mm. Well, like I said, it is the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Yeah. and also on Sunday at Carnival. Carnival, yeah. Actually, coming up um, in a moment, uh, we've got the Chatterbox guys. They're sort of getting there, ready to wait for us. They're ready for us now. Are they ready for us now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're waving oh, at us. Away. They're waving at us. Well, all right. guess what? So we've got the Chatterbox, Chatterbox guys, and right. they are waving at us, and they're getting really excited. So we're going to be having... Well, they're coming. Let them have it. Yeah, let we're going to let them have all it. All right, Edward. Good evening. We'll talk to you soon. You can find more Joycasts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.